It's going to be a horror story that we absolutely cannot conceive of. Millions of people will die on that day and every day thereafter. And uh, it's this kind of conversation of what, we're, what, what will we do uh, the next day. You know, that doesn't make, it's nonsense. It's utter nonsense because it is going to happen. That is Harold Camping, founder of Family Radio, a Christian radio network in the United States. And the event he's talking about is the Rapture, or Judgment Day, which some believe marks the beginning of the end of the world. Camping says that day is almost upon us, as I mentioned, May 21st, and his group is on a mission to tell the world about it. You may have seen the billboards his group has mounted across the United States and in parts of Canada, warning passers-by that the end is near. Gunther von Haringa, for one, is a believer. He's the president of Bible Ministries International and one of the groups that provides content to family radio. He's in Delaware, Ohio. Good morning. Good morning, Erica. So what do you believe is going to happen on May 21st? Well, the Bible indicates there'll be a worldwide earthquake such as never happened uh, on the planet before, and the destruction is simply unimaginable. Uh, but the, the most crucial aspect of that day is that it's the end of salvation. The graves will open. Uh, believers who have died will ascend into heaven with new bodies, the believers on earth will follow them immediately, and what will be left is 153 days of chaos and devastation that the world has never seen. So complete devastation. What happens 153 days later? On October 21st, God indicates that he will uh, annihilate the entire universe and create a new heavens and a new earth. Okay, so the world is going to be, will cease to exist as we know it. Correct. Now, this is Harold Camping's prediction, and he has been wrong before. Based on his reading of the Bible, he originally prophesied the end of the world would come in 1994. So how do you know he's right this time? Well, actually, it's not his prediction. This is information that's coming from the Bible. And whenever God brings judgment, he always warns the believers prior to bringing that judgment. Uh, there's a verse in Amos 3, 7 that says, Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealeth his secret unto his servants, the prophets. Every Christian is a prophet. And this is God's modus operandi to warn the believers first, like he warned Noah or uh, Lot and Abraham prior to the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. And the reason for that is, is so they can in turn warn the world which Family Radio and other smaller organizations like ours are, are trying to do very uh, insistently. Now, since this was predicted before, and the, the world didn't cease to exist, how do you convince skeptics? Well, first of all, uh, the, the prediction that was made in 1994 had a big question mark over it, and that is because Mr. Camping had done this uh, only within the space of about two years where he assembled the materials together and put it in a 500-plus page book. But there were some uh, verses, one verse in particular, that he didn't quite understand, and so that's why he put the question mark. It wasn't authoritative or conclusive at all, uh, and that's why he did that. This is a completely a different scenario because now we have much evidence from the Bible, and more than that, even if you put all the, the, the data aside for a minute 
the Bible gives us not only the general time frame, but it also tells us that a number of things has to happen, and they have already been fulfilled, particularly in Matthew 24 and also in Second Thessalonians chapter 2. What are some of those things that, that you say have already happened and point to this date? Well, for one thing, the, the fact that Israel became a nation again uh, in fulfillment of Matthew 24, it says, when you see the fig tree and leaf, know that it is near even at the very doors. And that was 63 years ago, and that's coming up on May 14th in just a few short days. Uh, in Second Thessalonians 2, it's, it indicates that three things have to happen before uh, the end occurs. One, there's a great falling away. Two, the identity of the Antichrist will be known. And three, the Antichrist will set up shop in all the churches and denominations worldwide and without exception. And according to you, all of those have been met? According to the Bible, they've all been met. All right. Uh, very, very, very conclusively. Critics of this campaign say it's fear-mongering and a publicity stunt. What do you say to that? Well, it's neither because, first of all, um, you know, the fact that we might fear something like that doesn't affect our relationship with God. In other words, only God can put his fear within, a, within an individual. And actually, that is called the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And that's a very, very good thing. It's a very healthy thing because of the fact that uh, the, the real importance of this date is that salvation is going to end. There will be no more hope of salvation come May 21st. But we hear people say the billboards are up, uh, but they also list websites where you can go and make donations and buy books, and th this is a, a great stunt to raise money. Uh, it, it's not that at all, because first of all, the, the idea of the website is to get information. It's not to make donations. Uh, that's something between an individual and God. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, as a publicity stunt, this would be ridiculous, because not only is Family Radio putting its reputation and all its money on the line, but smaller organizations like ours are doing that, and it would be absolutely foolish to do that unless somebody felt that this was truly going to happen. Nobody takes these kinds of risks. All right. Uh, briefly, um, I'm aware of the time here. We're just a little over two weeks away from May 21st. How are you feeling as that day approaches? Well, with great trepidation from, for, from one standpoint, because I have family and loved ones that uh, do not know the Lord. And secondly, uh, great joy because of what is going to happen. And so it's, it's a time of great sadness, but it's also a time of great joy. But at the same time, uh, believers are told they've, they've been given a mandate to occupy to continue spreading uh, this message, to continue spreading the gospel right up until May 21st. And then it'll be too late. All right. Well, thank you for your time this morning. Nice to talk to thank you. Thank you. Likewise. Gunther von Haringa is president of Bible Ministries International. Well, David Silverman has been listening in. He's the president of American Atheists, a group that's launched its own billboard campaign to counter family radios. David Silverman is in Cranford, New Jersey. Good morning. Good morning, and thank you for having me on your show. It's a pleasure. As you listen to my conversation with Gunther von Haringa, what was going through your head? 
Well, a lot of times people ask me, you know, why do you deride religion? Why do you defame religion? And what harm does religion cause? And this is a really good example of religion harming people. In what They're way? Scaring people. It, it, this is a terror, uh, a terror cult. This is a doomsday cult, just like all of the other doomsday cults before it. There have been hundreds that have been 100% right over the past 2,000 years. And no, I don't have a time machine, but somehow I think that if I went back to 1994, Mr. Camping wasn't saying maybe there would be a rapture. I think that he was saying there's definitely going to be a rapture. And what we're seeing here is another uh, fear-mongering campaign to get people connected to their church, to get people donating to their church. It's a great marketing idea. But come on, I mean... American Atheist is asking everybody, everybody, believer and non-believer, just to use your intellect here, just to use your brain. Do we really think that the world is going to end in three weeks because Israel was formed in 1946? Because They would some, say, you know, freedom of religion, freedom of expression. What harm are they actually causing by telling people to get prepared for May 21st? What, what bothers you so much about that? People are quitting their jobs for this. People are, are leaving their lives for this. People are making fools out of themselves for this. And on May 24th, these people are going to wake up. It's going to be the same earth, and there's not going to be any sort of earthquake, any sort of massive earth-changing earthquake, and they're not going to have a job, and they're not going to have any money, and they're not going to have a life anymore. And this is how the religion actually sucks the life out of its victims. It's pathetic. And it's 2011, and we should have evolved past all this by now. now you heard, you heard, sorry, you heard Gunther von Ringa say it's not about the money, that it's actually costing them money to take out billboards and spread the word. Of course it's costing money. It costs us money, too. But we have our, billboard, our, our website at the bottom of everyone, and they have their website at the bottom of every billboard. So, yeah, it costs them, bill, it costs them money to put up the billboards, but the billboards generate income. So tell me about the competing billboards that you have put up. What, what do they say? They say, you know it's nonsense, 2,000 years of any day now. And if you read the Bible, you can see that Jesus actually says that there is people who are sitting in front of him who will not die before the rapture comes. So the end times, the doomsday, the second coming, has been any day now since the time that the Bible was written, 2,000 years ago. And people have been coming up with these doomsday cults ever since then, and this is not the first or the fifth or the tenth doomsday cult that has used Israel, as, the formation of Israel, as one of the key uh, supporters of their times. This is, unfortunately, not real. So if, if what we're hearing is so ludicrous, uh, you know, if you, if you say we've heard about these doomsday cults over and over, it never pans out, why even bother acknowledging it? Why launch your own billboard campaigns? Why not just ignore it? That's the problem, because they will keep coming up. And we as a society have to stop tolerating them under the guise of religious freedom. Yes, they have the constitutional right to do what they do. But that doesn't mean we as a society have to permit this to happen. Because next year is 2012. And when the suckers from 2011 wake up on, the 20, on May 23rd, they're immediately going to look at the 2012 and say, oh, that must be the doomsday cult. The thing is, we must have to raise awareness of doomsday cults in our society, and we have to stop them. So we what have to will... say, hey, this isn't cool, this hurts people, and, and we have to, to train our society to, to shun these people. 
and we have to raise awareness of it. Okay. Um, obviously, you will not be preparing for the end of the world on May 21st. What will your group be doing? Uh, my group is sponsoring uh, three, or actually now four, doomsday parties, rapture parties, uh, one in Oakland, California, one in Wichita, Kansas, one in Fort Lauderdale, and another in Houston, Texas, where people, atheists of, of sound minds, will be getting together and having a party uh, just to laugh at the suckers over at Family Radio and their supporters. And I take it that party will go past midnight, well into yes, May 22nd. Uh, yeah, 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 we'll be there... <laughs> And the question is, you know, is it midnight Eastern time? Is it Pacific time? Is it Australian time? Because what you can do is you can look at Australia because they turn first, and you can see if they get raptured. And then you can, if if they get raptured, then you can change before it becomes midnight your time. Okay, you're playing the time zone advantage there. David Silverman, thanks for for talking to us this morning. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. Bye-bye. David Silverman is the president of American Atheists. Well, Harold Camping isn't the only one who has predicted the end of the world, as we've heard. For some context, we're joined now by Harry Meyer, a professor of New Testament and Early Christian Studies at Vancouver School of Theology. Good morning. Good morning. So how similar is Harold Camping's end-of-world prediction to others we've seen in the past? Uh, very similar. Um, probably the most uh, famous example would be in the 19th century with a fellow named William Miller, um, who predicted, his followers predicted that the end of the world would come on October 22nd, 1832. Uh of course, it didn't, as we all know, um, and that then came to be known as uh, the Great Disappointment. And on October 23rd, uh, 1832, there were many people who were living in complete and total despair. Thousands of people had sold everything to expect the second coming of Jesus, which uh, didn't happen. That's just one of probably dozens of instances that have peppered history through the past 2,000 years. So what is behind these apocalyptic theories? Uh, a number of things. In the first instance, in the case of this most recent example, there is a way of reading the Bible in a very literalistic kind of way. So the Bible is a kind of a secret code book. You can add up numbers and deduce uh, dates from addition and subtraction and so on and so forth. Um, but perhaps most importantly is uh, these doomsday scenarios attempt, I think, to give uh, people a way of making sense of a very ambiguous world, a world that is filled with suffering and tragedy, and give people a sense that there is a kind of a meaning in the midst of all of that. Um, the third uh, thing behind these apocalyptic uh, movements like this is a strong incentive to convert to a particular religious perspective. I mean, this is a highly uh, rhetorically charged campaign. I mean, you literally have two weeks uh, unless, unless you want to avoid being swallowed up by the earth in a massive earthquake and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's a very strong incentive here to convert and to believe a particular religious persuasion. I want you to listen to a quick clip from Todd Strandberg. He runs something called the Rapture Index, and mm -hmm. he tracks, as you mentioned, everything from financial unrest to war to determine how close we're getting to the end. 
rapture index is a category of 45 components that are related to Bible prophecy in some way. Some are direct related, and others are derivatives, like you have the Antichrist is one, then you have financial things which are more derivative. What it works is similar to the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Anything below 100 we, we consider to be slow. Anything from 100 to 130 is considered moderate activity, and from 130 to 160 is heavy activity. 160 or higher is fasten your seatbelts. The rapture index right now is at 183. 183. So that's sky high. And and if you look at world events recently, uh, a prolonged economic recession, of course, a string of natural disasters, the Japan quake. Uh, so they're saying that this is all pointing to the, the impending end of the world. How much of that is playing into others, convincing others that they may be right this time? Yeah, I mean, I think absolutely. Uh, the Rapture Index has been a website that's been up for some time now. Uh, and uh, in any given year or any given month, the number goes up or the number goes down. Um, so, uh, but these ideas uh, really are probably the more uh, technical application of a series of ideas that were generated at the end of the 19th century, um, especially under the... Um, uh, teaching under the influence of a fellow named uh, John Darby, uh, who uh, generated the idea, this idea of a rapture, namely that they're given a particular reading of biblical texts, especially the book of Revelation, that there is a period leading up to the end of the world, which is um, uh, prefaced by the rapture of true believers in Jesus who will be spirited away from the earth, right? So uh, all that this website is doing is giving a little bit more systematic and multimedia method to this kind of way of thinking. Okay, it's easy to dismiss some of these end of world predictions as being crazy, but is there a reason to pay attention? Uh, I think that there's absolutely a reason to pay attention, uh, not because um, we want to cancel our Victoria Long Day uh, weekend plans, but because um, these kinds of ideas, uh, while on the one hand can be uh, sort of harmless, uh, as uh, Mr. Silverman suggests, they can actually be quite dangerous as well. Um, so in the uh, uh, 1990s, uh, David Koresh, who was another apocalypticist, uh, though he didn't believe in the rapture, he certainly did believe that there was a coming battle of Armageddon, and he convinced a number of people to hold themselves up in Waco, Texas. And of course, that uh, event happened uh, with a great tragedy. Um, and we've heard other, other um, times people have committed suicide when the world actually didn't end as predicted. Oh, absolutely. Um, this way of thinking is an enormous incentive for folks to really give up everything in the hope of an expected future. And it's and, and this can really uh, um, uh, take advantage of people, um, foster ignorance, um, and encourage uh, despair. So it it's a very serious sort of thing on one level. Thank you for coming in to talk to it about it this morning. Okay. Harry Meyer is a professor of New Testament and Early Christian Studies at Vancouver School of Theology.